eliminating distractions and stopping bad habits, right? No one ever comes up to you and says, you know what? I'm going to have really bad goals, right? If you think about it, a lot of us have similar goals, whether it is to uh, be the best you can be at school, make sure you have good grades, man, have really great friends in your life, um, you know, be good at sports, music, whatever is in your circle, whatever is in your part of life, usually your goals are always to be your best or give your best in those areas, right? I've never heard somebody say, you know what? I'm going to have negative goals this year. 2022, negative goals. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just not study my test. I'm going to fail my grades. I'm going to, you know, instead of playing for the right team, I'm actually going to score a goal for the other team because I don't even care about my own team, right? Like, I'm gonna, my goal this year is to make all my friends hate me. Nobody wants that. Nobody says I'm going to have negative goals, right? But sometimes, and a lot of times, goals take us into bad habits, or they can take us into good habits. And so today, we're going to look at some areas, and we're going to look at somebody in the Bible who has potential, who God gave him so much potential, but he messed it up, and he took his habits. You see, habits don't, you don't really ruin your life overnight. Some do, and it can happen. But it doesn't just happen overnight. It usually takes one decision, one small step, one bad habit, one day at a time until you get older, right? It doesn't just happen overnight. Oh my gosh, my life is in shambles. It's crazy. My entire life is ruined. It, it could happen for some. But for a lot of people, the big decisions are actually from small steps that have gotten you there. So we're going to look at that, right? So uh, we're going to look at a man named Samson. Everybody in this room, I'm like 100% positive you've heard of who Samson is, right? Samson's the dude that started the man bun back in the day, and he broke a donkey's jawbone and killed a bunch of people with it, like all this like crazy stuff, right? But he messed up, right? We've, we've heard the song, hey there, Delilah, this is your ex-boyfriend, Samson, right? Type of thing, right? So Delilah is this girl, chick, whatever you want to call her, who helped ruin his life. So we're going to start Judges 16, 1. It says, one day Samson went to Gaza where he saw a prostitute. Right there, that first sentence already messed him up. That first sentence literally just took him from good habits to bad habits, right? You can see that it's already starting to go downhill from here. Now, um, Y'all know that I'm homeschooled, and I'm really great at geography, as of there. So I wanted to look at how far it was for Samson to go see Delilah, right? So Samson is actually from a town called Zora, Zara, whatever, right? And he walked, because they didn't have Ubers back then, to Gaza. Now, I looked it up. It is 25 miles. So... With more free time that I have, I decided to Google how far and how long does it take to make 25 miles. And it says approximately 56,250 steps. 
56,250 steps. We don't even do that for Disneyland, right? That's a lot. That is a lot of walking. And you find yourself reading this, and if you actually go a little deeper, it's like, dude, you walked that far for that. You walked that far to make it, right? He had a bad decision, and then one step, one bad habit, one day at a time. So he takes it, and we know the rest of the story. He hooks up. First of all, 25 miles for Netflix and chill. That ain't worth it. Just saying. Don't do it. It ain't worth it in general. Just don't do it. But you show, you see this guy, and we see the rest of the story where, man, he messes up, right? He's not supposed to cut his hair. She ends up cutting his hair, and the rest is history, right? One step led to the rest of his habits taking him downhill. So, uh, 56,250 steps, right? I look at it this way. As you're walking, how many of you guys walked for a super long time and halfway through you said, man, this is really not worth it, right? Walking around the mall during Christmas time, right? The only time walking is worth it is at Disneyland and that's it, right? So for me, like walking, I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, at some point, During his time of 56,250 steps, 25 miles to get there, like you would think in his head would be like, man, this really ain't worth it. Like, like I would just, I always get like baffled at like, bro, like stay home. Like, what are you doing? Right? But he makes a bad habit. Right? So based on who you want to become, What habits do you need to break? See, most of us don't mess up big in just one moment, right? We don't just say, you know what? I'm just going to go all in and I'm going to mess up my life right now. No. It goes back to one decision, one step, one bad habit over time. You don't just say, I'm going to wake up today and mess up my whole life. And for the rest of my life, that is what I'm going to be known for. No. It's small things that you say, man, I can handle it. I can take care of it. Nobody needs to know. It's those small things that move from it, right? So let's look at James 1, 21. It says, so get rid of every filthy habit and all wicked conduct. Submit to God and accept the word that he plants in your heart, which is able to save you, right? So how do you get rid of habits? What are some habits you need to break, right? So we're talking about not necessarily on the how at the moment, but it's the what. See, before we tackle that, we need to determine what it is, right? You cannot defeat what you cannot define. If you want to win in this area of having good habits and getting rid of bad habits, you have to point out what it is. For some of you, right, you stay up too late texting. For some of you, you gossip. For some of you, 
you don't have a really good attitude with your parents. For some of you, it goes deeper. Some of you are watching what you shouldn't be watching. Some of you are in a relationship that you shouldn't be in a relationship with, right? There's certain things. We can go on and on and on, but you cannot defeat what you don't define. So what is one thing, right? Some of you are like, yo, I got like five or six things that I just, I hate doing, so I don't want to do it. Let's focus on the one. What is one thing that you can say, you know what? This is becoming a problem and I need to solve it now before it gets too late, right? So one of my problems, right, that I used to have and it really, really helped is I would hit the snooze button every morning, every single morning. It would be so bad that I would actually set on my phone 15-minute alarms. So it would start at 5.45, then 6, 6.15, and like every 15 minutes, an alarm will go off, and I would keep hitting snooze. So what did I do? I took my phone, and I put it across the room. So now, when that precious ah, 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 alarm, like this, so it's so loud and annoying, like, I don't know why when you wake up, normal volume is just way too loud in the morning, right? So you wake up, and my phone is all the way across my room. So now, I got to get out of my cozy bed, and I got to walk on cold floors and get all the way to there. And at this point, I really just want to pick up my throne and just throw it. Like, my phone, I don't even care. And go back to bed. But the problem is, is I'm already up, Right? What I would find myself doing is I would actually find myself going back to sleep once I get it. So what I ended up doing is I would wake up and before getting the alarm, I put a cup of water the night before on my nightstand, right? There's some like this weird study if you're trying to like be better at waking up in the morning, the first thing you do is take a drink of that water, right? And it does some, I don't know what it does, but it does something and it absolutely works because I find myself just waking up. But for me... The snooze button was something that was a habit, not necessarily the craziest bad habit, but it was a habit, right? Others there can go deeper. One that I'm dealing with right now is my screen time on my phone, right? Every Sunday, I get the alert being like, how many hours have you been on your phone? And like, personally, I'm like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know some of y'all screen time, okay? But for me, I'll break it down, okay? So for me, I work here at the church, duh. Uh, I am the comms director. So I run social media, I run TikTok, YouTube, I run all this stuff that is like through services here in social media. So I am constantly every single day on my phone, whether it's answering emails, going on to social media, commenting on social media for people. Like there's just a bunch of stuff that we do. But I learned that you can separate the business side of what I do and the personal. And I looked at my personal screen time and I was not happy. You want to know why? Because I found out of a guy on YouTube named Mr. Beast. And oh my goodness, four hours later. Like the last one that I watched was somebody playing tag for a half a million dollars. Like I don't run, but a half a million dollars? I'm thinking about jogging, right? You know, like it's just one of those things where I will find 
the constant, I'll, like, as soon as that one's over, I'm like, oh, here's the next one. It's like, he, he did the entire Squid Games and had a bunch, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you put money into that to give away money. Like, it was insane. But four hours later, it's two in the morning, and I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I gotta get up at six, and it, it gets wild, right? So that is a habit that I've learned how to break. And here's how I did it. On your phones, you can actually lock certain apps and features, right? And the best part is, I don't have the password to it. I have a friend who has the password for those locks. So that way, because what happens, let's be real, someone locks your phone and I'll say, oh, I got the password and you unlock it and you're good to go. But for accountability, for me to say, you know what, I have more important things to do than watch YouTube or TikTok or be on social media or go to email. Like there are so many different things. Like my job is to be your youth pastor, right? So instead of just constantly being on social media, I could be planning for something different. I can use my time and use it differently to make it better, right? But what happened is I started with one video and said, you know what, I'll just watch this one real quick, right? Then the next step, click the next video. 13 videos later, I'm in the YouTube hole. We've all been there. Whether it's YouTube or video games or texting somebody late at night and it's like you're seeing them the next day. Why are you texting them till four in the morning? I'm not calling people out, but why would you do that, right? So it's like there's certain things that you got to set boundaries for, right? Because it's one decision, one step, one bad habit, one day at a time. That is how you begin to mess with those decisions. So, how are some ways that you can go into and start breaking those bad habits, right? I just got one real simple one, right? Make it difficult to do. Make that habit so difficult that it's not even worth doing, right? Um, For me, like I said last week, rock stars. I love rock stars. They're so good. Energy drinks in general, but rock stars or Red Bulls, whatever you like. Um, What I ended up doing, my morning routine back in the day is I would get up and before I would drive to work, I would stop at the gas station, say hi to my friend, grab a Red Bull, grab a rock star, and go to work, right? I ended up building relationships with the cash register people. And so then I'm like, well, I need to stop drinking this. So what did I end up going to? like sparkling water. It's weird. I know. It's fine. But that and uh, cucumber Gatorade, I don't know why, but it hit the spot back in the day. Anyways, so I would move to sparkling water. So I would continue to go. And the problem was, is you had the sparkling water right here and the rock stars right here. And it was so easy for me to go, "Eh, what up? Hey, good to have you back, right? Like, It's so easy. So what did I do? Try to make it difficult. I stopped for a little bit. I stopped going there and I was like, I'm gonna go somewhere where I know they don't have those rock stars for me and I'm good. And I moved over there. But then I found myself coming back and what I ended up doing is I came all the way over here and I grabbed the sparkling water and I walked all the way around so I'm not even going near the rock stars 
to the cash register. I made a point to say, you know what? I'm not even going to walk past it, right? For some, it's gossip, right? You go hang out with the gossip girls, and they'd be talking about, oh, yeah, so-and-so, you see what Taylor and John be doing? Like, I don't know if they're going to make it, right? So, like, you're sitting there, and you walk up, and you're like, oh, hey, what's going on? We're talking about Taylor and John. Oh, well, I don't got time for that. I'm not, I'm not no gossip queen no more. I'm going to do this, 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 right? So you find yourself saying, you know what? I'm going to be good. I'm going to make it difficult. So I'm not even going to hang out with them anymore when they start talking about that, right? Then day two goes by, and you're just like, hey, ladies, how's it going? Oh, my gosh, did you see what John tweeted? I don't know if Twitter's still a thing, but you see what he did? Oh, man, you see how I'm still talking about it? Like, you're forcing yourself to get away. But day three, you see what John posts? He was with Emily. Ooh, not this Emily, different Emily. I don't know. But, right, so now the details get good and you're like, oh, Lord, you better, you better do something. Right? And then day four, you're like, oh, my gosh, I text John. He's crazy. She should dump him and then be with me. I don't know, however you want to do it, whatever the gossip girls do. But your habits, you have to make it difficult to break, right? The snooze. Man, if keeping it inside your room is enough, man, take it somewhere else. Because if you won't wake up, somebody else will wake up for you and they won't be happy. So you need to be able to make the break, right? Make it difficult to do. If you make it difficult to do, you'll see that it's not worth doing at all right? I always find it funny because, like, before that, you see people, fast forward, right? So everybody, look at what you're doing now. What does your life look like? Fast forward into your, like, 30s, 40s, 50s. Whatever habits, whatever bad habits that you have now, fast forward, I guarantee you, I have friends right now that are saying, man, I wish I took care of this sooner. I could not handle this on my own. I tried to cover it. I tried to not tell anybody. I thought I had a grip on it, right? If you look at your life now and where your habits are, are you happy with them? For some, you're not very honorable with your parents. And I'm going to tell you, if you're not honorable with your parents now, your kids will not be honorable with you. And you will break a marriage and you will lose relationship with your family because of your actions and attitude now. For some of you, you're not taking school seriously. So then what's going to happen is you're going to end up going and getting a just really trashy job because you have no great education to do it. You're going to be miserable. You're going to complain. You're probably going to get fired because you're not putting your best effort into it. Because why would you? If you didn't put your best effort into it now, why would you do it in the future? Right? Some of you are in relationships or talking into relationships that you really need to check and say, man, is this actually for me? Or some of you will be walking in relationships that will not be for you. 
And if you don't check it now, especially with relationships, I'm going to say this. Ladies, y'all need to be picky. Y'all need to be picky. The guys that are going to be coming and pursuing you, y'all need to be like, you know what? If you don't got A, B, C, and D, you out. Same thing for the guys. Don't just let a pretty girl come up to you and be like, what's up? Like, no. A, B, C, and D. Do you love Jesus? Cool. You got good grades? Cool. Like, you got to check off some boxes too. It goes both ways. Because hear me out. I know, I know I'm just being funny, but hear me out, right? You make a bad decision now and you don't fix it, it's going to continue to lead down a path you don't want. And you don't want to say 20, 30 years from now, man, I wish I took care of this now, right? I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together. But you have somebody in front of you and you have leaders behind you that are telling you, get this part right now done and dialed in. How to create better habits, how to eliminate habits, how to stop habits from happening. If you take care of that now, things that will come up in the future will be easier to solve, but you'll still probably have to walk through them, right? I always find it funny how people are like, you know, if if somebody came up to me one time and they were like, dude, sin's not fun. And I was like, well, then you're not doing it right. Sin is fun, but it's only fun right here. You ever wonder why it's so hard to start good habits and so hard to break bad habits? Good habits challenge you right now, and it can be a little painful right now, but the reward and the win is in the future. Bad habits are the opposite. Bad habits have a perceived good feeling now. They have a good reward now. It's perceived, but it's going to affect you in the future, right? You can see it, like smoking cigarettes, right? Right now, it could be fine. 30 years from now, your doctor's like, dude, your lungs are jacked up right? Because they made one decision that was one step, one day at a time, and became a habit. Learn to control those now so you're able to walk through in the future, right? So Proverbs 4.14 says, do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of the evildoers. Avoid it Do not travel on it, turn from it, and go on your own way. you got to set yourself up to make those habits difficult. So you look back at it, man. Samson took 56,250 steps downhill. Every step he could have taken 56,250. And 50 steps of an opportunity to say, you know what? I'm going to stop and turn back, right? It doesn't matter if you're here and you are, you know, 54,395. If you are in that moment where you're like, oh, this is wrong. I'm going to turn away and go back, right? You're taking yourself to another level saying, you know what? 
I may be on my way to a bad habit, but if I can learn to just stop, control it, and say that's not for me, and not actually do the bad habit, that is a win. Telling yourself, well, I'm already doing it, might as well. It's not good. Does not help anybody. Learning in the middle of setting yourself up for a bad habit to say, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. That's not fun. I'm out. Peace. Because I guarantee you, if you do that, you'll lose friends. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you're hanging out with friends that are continually doing bad habits, gosh, you're going to be, it's going to suck. It's going to be sad, right? I said a few weeks ago, who are the friends that are pushing you towards Jesus? Who are you texting? Who are the people that are in your circle? Right? Are they helping you create the good habits? Or are they just helping you create more bad habits? Right? Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. So he takes these steps. Zechariah 4.10 says, Do not despise these small things, for the Lord rejoices to see the work beginning. Never underestimate how God can do something small with something like small steps, right? Like I just said, if you're in the middle of creating a bad habit and you stop and you turn and you say, you know what, that's not me, like understand that you're winning. You could also just say, you know what, I'm going to stop this bad habit by taking this first step of making the decision. I'm not going to do that anymore, right? Too many people sometimes think that Jesus is at the finish line waiting for you there. But it says right here, do not despise the small beginnings. Your very first step of saying, you know what? I'm going to make the choice and start fresh, start new. I'm not going to have a bad habit. This is where God's placed me. My calling, my purpose is not worth ruining. The small beginnings. For the Lord, what? I'm going to need you to say it. The Lord does what? To see the work begin. So you wake up and you say, you know what? Today, I'm going to start the bad habit I'm going to start off by making sure that the bad habit's done. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I'm going to say, God, I love you and I thank you for today. I'm taking that step to be better, right? If, my, if one of my habits is I'm really short with my parents, I'm going to wake up in the morning and say, hey, mom and dad, I love you. Hope you have a great day. That's a small win. That's a small step. And the Lord rejoices in that. The Lord's up here being like, yeah, a boy, a girl. You're setting yourself up to win. God's not over here in the finish line being like, Yo, y'all ready to do this? He's with you and rejoicing in you in the very first step. And the best part about our God is he is not only in the first step, but he's in the second, the third, the fourth, and he will be in the 56,520 steps down. He will be with you every step of the way. But faith without works is dead. So if I'm over here saying, God, I'm believing for you to do something in my life, man, this habit or this, this whatever I'm struggling with right now, I want to get rid of it. I need to make the first step. Because you can stand over here and say, God, I need you to help me break this habit. All right? I'm looking at what I shouldn't be looking at. I'm talking to who I shouldn't be talking to. That's great. But it only works when you say, here's what I'm going to do about it. I'm going to start by asking a friend, hey, man, I need you to keep me accountable to this. Hey, Pastor Tim, I'm really not looking at what I should be looking at. I need you to help me win this. 
right? Because the mistakes we make, they don't happen overnight. They happen over in one decision, one step, one bad habit over time. 